Okay, we're all good. <laughs> okay. Just checking if we're rolling. Yep. Should that be the start to the podcast? No, that's so embarrassing. I wasn't stage ready. Okay, what if we cut it where I'm saying should that like so when I'm saying should that be the start of the podcast? That's actually the start of the podcast. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah, and they'll be like, What happened? And it's up to them. Dude, that sounds like them. Listen, guys. We're drinking tonight. We're sipping. We're okay. sipping. All right. Pour your drink, dude. Listen, pour your drink. We're gonna do a little ASMR pour here. <laughs> okay. Do you want to give me the voiceover for like some nice Southern Tennessee whiskey commercial here? What? Oh, I thought we were doing ASMR. <laughs> oh yeah. Here. Where's the pour? Oh, the dog's barking. <laughs> that sounds really nice. Fuck that dog though. Yeah. Listen, I'll All say right. it. I what? hope that uh, dog gets alcohol poisoning. <laughs> do you want me to do the ad? Yeah, do right, the ad. You, so, so Tony, uh, show Gus's angle, and Gus do like some slow motion drinking. Uh huh. You ever poured a cold glass of whiskey after accidentally killing your neighbor's dog with a car? Jim Bean. Take it home with you. Take it, but don't take the dog home, or that will be evidence. Leave that dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I saved something for the podcast that happened to me two hours ago that Ooh. I told you I was going to save for. I'm excited. Okay. Ready for the visual that they? I don't know if they can see. You see that scrape on my arm? Oh, what the hell, man? Yeah. So I got this scrape on my arm. I don't know how much is showing on, on camera. But um, uh, near us is, you know, a gate on a sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And I was going for a run as I do. And I've complained before on the podcast that fucking nobody in LA has sidewalk etiquette. Mm -hmm. Nobody here, has, like you will stare at a couple walking on the sidewalk, they will see you, and then neither of them will move out of the way. Or like somebody's walking their dog and just taking up the entire sidewalk. If I'm a grown man running, I could like plow into you, move out of the way. Yeah. So I was running on, and I got on the right side of the sidewalk because there was a couple running together. So I get on the right side of the sidewalk, which has the gate right next to it, right? Yeah. And there's a small patch of grass in between the gate and the sidewalk. So they're running together. They both see me. Neither of them move. And I'm getting closer. And the girl is on the right side. And I'm like, well, what? Are, she's got to get behind him, right? Yeah. They get to like a foot away from me. We're both running at each other. And I had to jump out of the way of them. And I'm running, too, so I'm jumping, like, forward to the right. Yeah. And completely scrape my arm on the gate. And then I, like, stop and turn, and they're just running normally. Neither oh of them looked back. Fucking, I hate those guys. I fully had to jump out of the way, and she was looking at me. And she didn't go, like, oh, my God, are you okay? She fully scraped my arm, and they're just living their life normally like it was totally fine. And <sighs> now I got to scrape for, like, a week and a half. That makes me frustrated and ornery. <laughs> it's just like... That's stupid as shit, dude. Why the fuck would you not move? You're both running as a couple. You don't take up the whole sidewalk as a couple. Don't run together and also get hit by a car later. Yeah, I hope that happens. Cheers to that, brother. Cheers to them hopefully getting hit by a car. And that dog, too. <laughs> you remember when we had... Uh, Are we making any friends on this podcast? <laughs> remember when we had Sam on and we drank whiskey and somebody on Twitter... Or somebody on our YouTube comments tried to say that I wasn't drinking the whiskey. So I had to screenshot it and show, like, here's the amount that was in it. Here's me sipping it. Here's less in the cup. What a strange little hill to die on. Yeah, why would I, on a recorded podcast, go, like, cheers, guys, and then not drink any of it? Mmm, that's tasty. <laughs> why the fuck would I do that? Uh-huh, Sam, you're so funny. <laughs> Hopefully Whoa. nobody saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. 
You know what I hate too is I hate people that are really elitist with with liquor and stuff like that or or any alcohol. Mm-hmm. I hear that shit too, where it's like, oh well, you can't, it's not really whiskey if you don't have it neat and stuff. Mm. It's like fuck off, dude. Yeah. I saw there were like two different comments in here where people were like, you guys drink Bud Light, and it's like, yeah, it is a tasty beverage, bro. Honestly, if you're one of those people, and I'm, this sounds like a joke. If you are like, wow, you drink Bud Light, you deserve to get hit with a Bud Light can like in your face. <laughs> just one, just, just once in your life. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's, it's not gonna hit your nose, and it's not gonna hit your eyes, and it's not gonna hit your teeth. Uh-huh. So it'll hit your cheekbone maybe, and it's not full speed, but somebody's throwing a can at you and it's full. That's true. Because it's a, dr- it's a fucking drink that is, oh, it's, it's like watered down. Yeah, sure, that's fine. People put water in their orange juice. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's like it's people who are snobby about that shit. It's like most, most people enjoy Bud Light and Miller Light over any beer. So it's the most popular one. It's not just like some trash one that's off to the side. Where do you think that comes from, like, non-comedically? I, I truthfully believe that it's somebody that says that it is an insecure person in some way, shape, or form, and they recognize that as an avenue to be like, oh, well, I have some inside knowledge. I can kind of get the one up on you over yeah, here. Yeah, like, I wouldn't I wouldn't put that in my body. And it's like, hey, it's alcohol, yeah. so it's bad no matter what. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Also, I still drink them, but I will admit, even though I can enjoy them, IPAs, if you're going, I can't drink a Bud Light, but I got to have an IPA. Your brain is broken. Yeah, they don't taste good to me. Yeah, I enjoy an IPA sometimes. I enjoy a black coffee sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to ask me, Eddie, does a black coffee taste better than a French vanilla coffee from like 7-Eleven, the machine where it's basically hot chocolate? Of course not. No. Why the fuck would it? That's fucking ridiculous. Dude, I'm so unelitist with my beverages. I love that I'm trying to one-up everybody here on how non-picky I am. Um, I fucking put ice in beer sometimes. If really? my beer is fucking, like, super hot, mm-hmm. I'm filling that bitch up with ice and then I'm sipping it down. I've never done it, but I'm not going to judge it because I'm not a snob. Exactly. See how easy that interaction was. We could end the podcast right now. That's it, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> All All right, boys, we're getting we're getting wet and loose tonight. I'm getting real. I was soaking wet when I came out here, and you can hear my little feet pattering against the wood. I heard you. Eddie was squishing it, and I slipped and fell, and I went, "Oh my ass!" (laughs) Ah, somebody get the dog. And you're like, (laughs) "We don't have a dog, and why?" The dog next door. (laughs) I don't care. Like that in a panic, just going, "Somebody get the dog!" (laughs) Like the dog's got some kind of intel or something on how to help. (laughs) What's the thing Jakey says we're coming to? Wait, what? When Jakey's like about to like come or whatever, he goes, well, not in real life. But uh, like, oh, get the dog. Get oh, the dog. Wait, get the, I haven't heard him say get the he dog. He does it when he does the, oh, Bev, you're huge. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Oh. <laughs> Jakey's got a lot of those solid bits Here's from your, him and his friend Jake. Is that, that's not my friend Jake. No, uh, he's, he's got another friend oh, Jake. <laughs> I thought you were saying from our friend Jake. I've not met Jake, only Jake E. I haven't either, but I would like to. Me too. Sounds fun. <laughs> he actually appeared in one of Jakey's videos. Remember when he did the like Logan Paul vlog parody b- back when we were first talking to him? Yes. Or, what did he say? Like, what's up, my babies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a little speak my truth here that I got to let out here. It's something I griped about, and it's travel related, and I forgot to mention it on the previous podcast. Again, I am on tour. Links in the description down below. Here's the thing. 
every airport that we fly out of, I got my keyboard, okay? Mm-hmm. And it is in a standard rectangular prism or whatever case. And it is fucking, the, the combined length width height of it is like 76 inches. Not, I can confirm, I've seen this case. And that is true. Mm -hmm. Yes. There you go. Boom, baby. Now, it is not only the federal law that you do not get charged extra for oversized baggage, quote unquote, if it exceeds 160 combined inches. Okay. We're under half of that shit. Mm -hmm. But it is the specific airlines policies too. Delta and American is all that we've been flying. And they say on their website, musical instruments in cases with a combined 160 inches are fucking fine. We're clocking in at 76 inches and our thing is four pounds underweight. And Mm -hmm. there has been one airport in like 16 so far from the tour that has not stopped us and needed like all the superiors to come down, check through shit. We are now budgeting 15 extra minutes into each of our travel days because they think that they fucking have oversized luggage and they're trying to charge us a hundred bucks. How is it so, and you, didn't you say every time you'll pull up the website and go, it's fine. They still go, I don't know. Yeah. We're showing, we're like, no, this is the Delta website. Like, can you look it up on their computer? I don't know what they're fucking doing. They're typing for like five minutes. It's like, are people so fucking afraid of their jobs and getting fired that they need to have a manager come down and confirm this easy case? Yeah, especially if you're showing the website rules. Yeah. And it's like they could show the website rules to their superior and go, here, look. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of it. Also, I landed at fucking, uh, uh, where was it? It was someplace in, uh, it was Huntsville, Alabama. And we were flying, flying in with Delta, and they just left my keyboard in the middle of the floor. Like, like you know how the turnstile goes around for baggage claim stuff? Yeah. I was like, where's my keyboard? And I went over to the desk to check, and someone had just placed it in the middle of the airport floor laying down. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. I have a photo on my phone I'll show you afterwards. It just was literally laying in the middle of the floor. Jesus Christ. So, did you did you talk? Wait, was it uh, American or Delta? It was Delta. So I'm I'm sitting on that one for <laughs> when I need a little yeah. favor from them. Hey guys, fuck you. <laughs> fuck off, matey. But also, if Delta publicly asks who did it, we ain't no snitches. Mm-mm. We'll never we'll never be snitches to these companies. We never will be. It's what's most important. You can't snitch on anybody. Walmart wanted you to snitch. Postmates wanted me to snitch. I'm not doing it. It's the rules of the streets, okay? You gotta you gotta abide by that. We have our entire lives. That's it. I mean, I was actually one of the first people contacted for the Takashi case, and I turned it down. I said, no, I'm not snitching. And then Takashi was very good enough to take up the slack for me. Yeah, I actually gave him a list um, and for him to say it, but I didn't. You, so. That was your list? Yeah. You put Cardi on that list? Yeah. What, what do you got against her, huh? She drugged me and stole my money. <laughs> <laughs> no. She did do that, though. She did do that. Not to me, but <laughs> no, to no. other people. No, yeah, so it's cool. <laughs> That's, so, yeah, she's fine. That's, she's cool. She's cool. I don't know. We had... So this is a stocked up podcast. This is coming out after Buffer, so... Yep. If you came, thanks for seeing us. If you're like, oh, maybe I'll still get those Buffer tickets. It happened, dumbass. Mm-mm. So sorry. Wait, is this coming out after Buffer? I don't know, but either way, I hate them. Yeah, Buffer's in less than two weeks. Um, by the way, it's in less than two weeks. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> we have our videos done, those, so that's great. Um, but uh, why did I start saying that? Oh, just today's been an insane day. We're stocking it up. So in the same day, there's been a full actual real trailer for uh, El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they also gave a full real trailer to The Last of Us and is now confirmed that Joel and Ellie are together for the game. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, I guess they're announcing impeaching Trump. So like that, it's an I think an inquiry into it. Not that we're getting political, but it's like today is weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I don't whatever side of the aisle you fall on. That this is enormous news, mm. and like it's all coming together at once. I mean, Shane Dawson just dropped a docu trailer for yeah. Jeffrey Star. Was it too? a trailer? or Did he actually upload the video today? I don't know. Let's let's peep it out. All I right. I think he uploaded. Actually, I don't know. And I don't care that much, but let's still find out. Let's flipping look, dude. Just for the satisfaction of people listening who are like, what has Shane done three weeks ago? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's it's a trailer. It's a 420 trailer, though. Hell Fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. Um, I, I'm full. I'll say it. I'm just full anti-Shane's docs now, dude. He did a lot of irresponsible yeah. shit, man. And, like, yeah, sure, they can be entertaining, but, like, Fuck, man. He just gave Tana and Jake a pass for fucking over children. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you, guy. Uh, especially the Jake one was just like, come on, yeah. dude. Like, I, just, I think I've said this on the podcast before. It seems like every time he sees himself in people that aren't actually like him, yeah. which is a flaw, even though it's very generous, it's just like, my guy... You're getting taken advantage of. You just can't do that. Um, I, I don't know. Did we talk about this on the podcast before? Like Shane's shit? Well, the main thing, too, is just, like, even the Jake stuff. Like, Jake, to Shane's face, like, in the same month, told Shane, like, I don't manipulate kids for money. What are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. I don't make things just to sell to kids. And as our friend Nerd City showed, like, two weeks before, he was at a business conference just being like, here's how you rip children off. It's easy to rip children off. Yeah, and they're the easy buys. And it's just like, okay, so he lied. Are you going to make a follow-up to that? Or yeah. <clears throat> God, man, I just... Ugh, that that shit is so scummy. I don't know. Yeah. Especially, I'd be I'd be interested to see what he touches on for this Jeffrey Star stuff. I might look a little bit, but do you ever just look at some of these like mega YouTubers, especially like the blue the beauty or the lifestyle stuff, and just be like, thank God that's not me. Yeah, dude. I I mean, even that's the type of business shit where they're like. Like probably have people always messaging them like I do makeup. I please rec- hire me, recognize me, please. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, man. Even uh, all that. Shane's a part of it too, and I I hate where it's just like I, people buy whatever the fuck you want to buy. I don't I don't have any problem with that unless it's like real bad. But like the materialism in Shane stuff and like Jeffrey Star and like even the Kardashians and everything, it's just like. This is clearly not making you guys happy. Mm-hmm. But you're like, here's my pink room, and here's my pink bed, and here's all the $100,000 purses I have, and yeah. here's my pink Lamborghini. And it's like, so none of those made you happy. No. You're just going to keep going. You see all these like GQ things where it's like they'll go into people's closets and stuff, and it's like Kanye flipping through like a thousand sneakers, and I'm just like, misery incarnate. Oh, my yeah. God. The only thing, and we're not wealthy boys to any extent, but we have a we have jobs now. Yeah. And the only thing that a job has done to make me feel happier is peace of mind. It's like once you get past the bill stuff, mm-hmm. then it's not like, what, am I, what do I spend on next? It's like, no, I'm just going to hang out and get Postmates and play video games and make videos. That was my two financial goals when I went into my 20s was that I wanted to get to the point in time where I could go out to a restaurant with friends, go out to the occasional bar. I fucking hate doing it out here. Mm. um, And not have to worry about, oh, do I have enough in my wallet? Mm -hmm. And also I wanted a big TV in the main room. Yeah. And I'm done. We did it. I can retire. Yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) Honestly, I had those thoughts, not of, like, retiring, but I was just like, man, 
I'm like 21. And again, this has nothing to do with YouTube. This would have been a feeling if I just had a regular day job too. And yeah. I'd just be like, I kind of just, I did it. Yep. This is all I needed. That's all I need. Cause I'm like too, I don't like going out. And when we go out, frankly, at this point, most of the time it's for an event that we have to attend or yeah, something like yeah. that. It's like, we just want to fucking hang out inside, you yeah. know? I don't know. So it's, again, it's the idea where it's like, we're going to go to clubs, and we're going to buy Lamborghinis, and we're going to be happy from that. It's like, you're not, though. Get some good people around you and play some Smash Brothers. What an expensive way to be miserable, too. I know, dude. Like, sometimes I think I play video games too much, but it's like, what if you play video games too much is... Just drop $200,000 on a Lamborghini I don't really need. That's nuts. Do you have... Okay, if you came into any sort of gross wealth, like I'm talking like hundreds of millions, or I mean, even if you got $50 million, what do you think would be like a genuine selfish purchase that you'd make though? Okay, for real though, I'm not even just saying this. If I had that kind of money, I would give most of it away. Yeah. I would feel like a bad... And uh, the people who keep it, I'm not saying they're inherently bad people. I would feel like a bad person where it's like, I'm not going to spend this. Mm -hmm. So who do I... I would have to be charity because you can't just give it out to family and friends. Yeah. But I think I would... My, my full dream with money is to have a just moderate size house that's awesome on the inside. Not yeah. expensive, but awesome. So I'm talking like figure like cool fridges or like a slushy machine. Yeah. Or like just that type of shit where people walk in and they're like, you have this here? We even talked about we it, it was too expensive, but we wanted to have a crane machine in here yeah. for parties with snacks and shooters that you could pay quarters in to do it. Um that type of shit where it's like people come and they're like, Man, this house is fun as hell. Uh -huh. That's it. That's all I need. That's cool. I'm right there with you, dude. I And traveling, and that's it. And traveling. And a Lambo. I mean, that's pink. Yeah, Dude, well, I got yeah. I need a pink. No. And also, honestly, if we're going pink, maybe a green one, maybe like a like a like a pink lemonade and lime type of deal. One color to match every pair of my Gucci shoes. <laughs> Dude, I'm right there with you. Like, first and foremost, what I would do is, uh, my dad has actually talked to me about before. I said, like, Dad, what would you do if you came into like a huge windfall of cash? And he said, I'd, I'd probably, uh, you know, transition out of my job. And one of the things he mentioned, he's like, I want to start the Little Old Lady Foundation. And I was like, what's that? And he goes, I want to set up this, this like, small business where I could employ people in town that were looking for, like, extra work or in the surrounding communities and stuff. And I could pay people from the, from the foundation to go do free service for the elderly and the disabled around the community. Oh, dude. So it's like I'm paying people to go, like, clean the gutters and mow the lawns and stuff like that. And you that. would know if they're working with the foundation, then they're also nice people, too. Yeah, because he's like, I would want to personally vet all of them and work with a team of people to vote on, like, who would get these opportunities and get the services and stuff. Like, kind of like an ongoing scholarship of service, you mm -hmm. know? So I would probably just, like, dump a little bit of money over there. I really like sharing caring hands in Minneapolis, Minnesota. They mm. help people get back on their feet, impoverished families and stuff. They deal with all sorts of shit. That money's going out the fucking door. Because we're simple boys. We're simple boys. I don't think so good. That's that, all I think about <laughs> is giving. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is we've even talked about of just like, I mean, until any life thing causes us to move out of here. I'm not looking to jump out of this apartment at all. Yeah. It's like unless one of us has to move out for some reason. It's just like I don't it's like okay, now that we have more money, time for the nicer apartment. And it's like what? The second I get Eddie pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking We're moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I also, I, I agree with you on the house front too. I always wanted just cool shit. I told you before I want to 
I would love to really have a flourishing, interesting basement with stuff. Yeah. Like, I liked the idea of building, like, a little arcade there, you know, some games and shit. Yeah. And if I just had stupid money, I would probably pay somebody to recreate. Have you ever been into, like, a Bass Pro Shops or Cabela's Sporting Goods uh, or something? I, you, I haven't been in it, but I've seen video, and I know how cool they are. Yeah. So, dude... If you haven't been into a Bass Pro Shops, it's fucking cool. If you're anti-hunting, that's totally fine, too. Don't go in there because they have a lot of, like, poached... Not poached shit. What do you call it? Uh, Taxidermy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Poached animals. <laughs> They're just, just illegally <laughs> killing animals. Anyway, at, like, every big Bass Pro Shops, they have these enormous... Like, they set it up to look like this old, like, prospector, like, shacks and stuff. And then there's, like, animals and, and like, streams running through. And it's, like, a it's a it's a laser target shooting thing. Mm. So they've carved out some old, like, 22s and BB guns. And it's just the laser shit. And you shoot, like, oh, I shoot the tin can and it spins around and yeah. stuff. Wasn't... You told... You talked to somebody about that and they mentioned that there was also, like, a really cheap something... It might have been uh, Hecox. Yeah, it, I remember he he just said that there was another one that was cool. Was it something at like Disney or something? That he, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what it was, but um, no, but that's it. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, you know what I just realized as you were saying that though is what we're essentially saying is we're like Richie Rich. We're like a child who's like, what would I do when I had a house? But we're in our twenties. Yeah. So it's just like I don't know. Um, one thing too is I I think it. Because you, we both had the shared thing of we always wanted the place that's the the entertainment place that all the friends gather. Yeah, it was great when we were moving in together too. Because it's like cool, this is where we're the we want this to be the hangout yeah, spot. Yeah, we're hosts at heart. Uh, where do you get your need for being a host? Because I know where I get mine, but I want to hear where you get yours. That's a really good point. Um, I have all. That's a good question, dude. Um, I've. One of the things that I really value the most is when a group of friends and people find like a singular thing to be circled around. Mm -hmm. And nothing is more fun than when you're in a group of, of people and you have like a game or an activity that everybody's into. You know, and it doesn't matter yeah. what that thing is, but you're like, oh my God, people are excited for this thing. Yeah. And I realized when I went to college that how much I enjoy that and how much value I derive from that. So, you know, like as I went into like the theater department there and I had these big groups of people that were around me, I recognized, oh, I could be the catalyst for this shit. Like I could be the person that all you need. It's so easy. If you guys want to like make friends and get people going, it's so fucking easy to just like set a place, set a time and tell people, hey, folks are going to be here. Come here. Yeah. So and also if you have like one or two friends, have them bring a friend and then you, they yes. instantly kind of like you because you're giving them free food and booze. <laughs> exactly. I think people underestimate all the time uh, how much other people are hoping they get invited to stuff. And when you can be that person for somebody, like you create such a bright spot in their in their life by doing that. So I would like I – would, I would host these things where like, hey, we're going to come over. We're going to play this board game or we're going to do a Mario Kart tournament. I'm going to go down to Dollar Tree and get all these prizes and shit like mm -hmm. that. And people show up. Yeah. The thing. Oh, by the way, as you were saying that too, it, since it's October and we'll both be back, let's make that combination game of. Wait, is it. Was Flayed the name of your game? Yeah, so. Oh, remember, we were going to do a combo of Flayed and the gaming tournament, and mm -hmm. we were going to make a board game out of a gaming, a video game tournament. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. I like that idea. Uh, maybe we, we even have somebody like film it too. Oh, that sounds really fun. Fucking, we get maybe Bruce and Autumn as a team. Uh -huh. We get Michael and Will as a team. Um,. There's a lot of other people we could invite, but I was just thinking in twos, and yeah. uh, I've kind of run out. Um, there's we got a lot of them. Help me out here, guys. That sounds good. Um, uh, um, Abbott and Costello. No, no, James well, and Elise. Laurel and Hardy. James and Elise. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, John Candy and Steve Martin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, planes and trains, maybe automobiles. <laughs> if, if they want to bring automobiles, that's okay. Yeah, I um, fucking like that idea. Let's do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, yeah. So where I got mine from is actually my grandpa for my dad's uh, home in Chicago is like a three level apartment that like my great grandma lived on the top, and so did my my dad and his brother. Yeah, and then uh, like the basement was like just. It wasn't super nice at all, but it was just like the hangout spot for my grandpa and his friends. My dad said that he, uh, starting when he was eight, he would serve them drinks while they played poker. So, like, my dad knew how to make drinks when he was in second grade. Yeah. Um, And then so, uh, like, they did that. And then when my dad was growing up, the basement was, like, still a place for all of his friends to hang out. And they threw parties down there and everything because his his dad was like, well, it was my hangout spot. I want it to be for you guys. Mm -hmm. And then my dad... Personally, everything but the electric work, I told you in my old house, like, finished the basement. He did, like, the, the flooring. He did the, the walls. He did, like, the ceiling. He did everything. Um, and then was just, like, have your friends over as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And so then, yeah, it was just, like, that's still now Tony and I. It's, like, I want that still because it's so great to host it and have people have a good time because of you. I love it. I just love that. I I just remember, to. I think a lot of what goes behind my, my desire to be a host is um, – like, I remember when I was growing up, too, before I got a lot of my confidence and stuff, uh, I was so wrapped up in the world of, like, school sports and stuff, too. And at the time, like, I, w- I was a really insecure kid, and I didn't really go out of my shell a lot. And I remembered how badly I wanted to just have that sense of, like, fitting in with, with like, the sports people that, that I was hanging out with all the time. And I was, like, I would look at the other guys hanging out, like, guys in the basketball team and, and football team and stuff, and I was like, God, it seems so fucking easy for them, you know? Like... They can just, like, go wrestle around and, like, hang out and shit, too. And they'd be like, hey, we're going to Brody's house afterwards, blah, blah, blah. And I was always just like, I just, fuck, like, that feels, ah, I want to be part of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it didn't realize until probably, like, late high school when I got to college, like, how much that means to somebody to just invite them to something. Oh, yeah, Or, yeah. or just, it is so easy to just give somebody the time of day and just validate them and check in with them. Just be like, hey, what's going on, man? How are you doing? Yeah, for I want to say something special then. For people listening to this who are still in school, invite somebody new to your next thing. Mm-hmm. Do it. It's so fun. Like It'll I, change their life possibly and you might make a new friend. That's the thing is a lot of the times you don't see the positive impact that you make on somebody's life. But something so simple is just being like, come over to my house or like i love that shirt i like hey how are you doing oh dude really let the project that you that you fucking turned in a class or whatever like you don't realize how much that means to people and i can i can remember all the pivotal points in my life when somebody was just like cool shirt dude or like yeah. hey like your haircut like that <laughs> the ripples of that go forth for fucking months and stuff i yeah. sound, i sound too preachy at like this point. i haven't mentioned it but even moving in with you was like a kind of throw him a bone type thing of like this guy seems like he's got nobody so i guess i'll move in with him and then the the effects of that are still being felt to this day <laughs> as i as i go to bed with you every night <laughs> i feel the spite in you yeah we just kind of we accidentally locked gus's room door um, about three weeks ago, so he's been sleeping in my bed. Um, Sabrina was in there, so that's kind of sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she fucking died. <laughs> that's that's pretty sad, I guess. <laughs> I've been feeding her through the vent. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like fruit roll-ups through the bottom of the door. It's, it's all we can fit. I tried putting a roast down there, but it just wouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, stop requesting roast. And she's like, I know I'm dying, but I want roast. I wanna, I'll die if I don't have a roast. <laughs> um 
I am going to get more ice if you could stall for me. Okay, I'll do it up. Ah. Um, all right, guys, I'm just going to be straight up with you right now. I'm going to say something. This don't tell Eddie. This is some. This is something. Oh my god, that's so you. Okay, he didn't understand what I just said right now. But I would like to add further that I believe that I as a person and I as a creator has been elevated by my connection and interactions with Eddie. Also, I would like to add that Tony, who is... Filling up the ice with more water? Yeah. Dude, that's so crazy. Okay, guys, I'm really back. Hey, what's up, dude? How you doing, hey, man? man? Didn't even talk about anything, dude. It's crazy. Hey, dude. Fucking nuts, man. I actually didn't hear a word he said. I just could hear. This is what I heard the entire time. That <laughs> was, was just, my knife. As I was filling up the ice and everything, I just heard. Good. I was just, it was mostly slurs and swears and shit, so you know how it is, yeah, being rascally. You know, I'm always a rascal with my slurs. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, okay, here's the thing. You've heard me say it before in all my jokes. Nothing is more funny to me than, not them themselves, but the phrase, racial slurs. Racial slurs is really funny because it puts, it, it's up to anybody's imagination to think what you're talking about. I love throwing it out when I'm just, when somebody even offers like, okay, hey man, like, let's just try it. Like the language, we're going into a shoot, you got to be mindful and be like, okay, cool. What's your policy on like racial slurs? <laughs> that is funny to me. Yeah, that's hilarious. The slurs themselves are not funny. No, of course not. No. <laughs> what are we cheersing to? We got to cheers to something here. Um, let's cheers to. Uh, I was actually gonna. I was trying to think of a joke, but everything to my mind just became positive. Oh damn! Um, honestly, to the support for the boys support boys shit. I can't. I can't even fucking believe how everybody's been. I love it. Uh, by the time this is up, the second run ended, which means that all that that design is gone for maybe forever. Um, but there'll be new shit in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you guys so much for all the support on that too, and uh, and uh, well, frankly, across the board, I mean, we've been growing. Like your channel's been blowing up, my mm -hmm. channel's been blowing up, and the podcast is hopefully even at this point, it might even be at a hundred thousand subscribers at this point. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna guess it'd probably be at like ninety six at that point. But yeah, I'd hope that maybe it was more. What was for you? What was the most like important or 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 like joyous milestone or achievement for you on YouTube? I think it was hitting a hundred k. Yeah. And also, I got—I still have the video. Uh, I never posted it anywhere. I have the video of you recording me open my 100K plaque right after VidCon last year. Really? And that was awesome. Damn. Um, because that was like, uh, for me, it was like for years and years and years and years. Just like if you have 100K on YouTube, you did it. Yeah. Like it doesn't, and not—it's not even like a famous thing or anything like that. Because it's like it means less and less. But it's just like if you got a hundred thousand people to subscribe for your videos, there's actually some value there. Um, and so that was cool. You know, that's probably way high up there for me too. I remember that 
Um, it happened right after, like I, I had been crawling for years, mm. just like, Oh, milestone, milestone, like barely, barely getting up one video at a time. And I remember it was after the Spotify ad yeah. video and that blew up and it shot me like in a day I went from like, you know, like 85,000 to like 105,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do remember I was in my college house in, in, uh, in stout and, um, <clears throat> I just remember sitting there and I poured myself like a drink and I was just just like watching the numbers roll and I was like, wow, I did it. Like, mm. this is it. Like, God, that was so fucking fun. Oh, there's actually, there's a moment you already know. Um, ever, all those moments mm-hmm. involve talking to each other during it, you know? Like, yeah. cause, again, during that, you probably even called me that night of, of doing that. But, um, yeah, there was two. One, I, I, I've talked about this before, but, you know, if you haven't heard it, it's I was at like 11K and there was a, there was a good couple of months where like Gus, your channel started to take off and mine hadn't yet. Cause my dumbass wasn't making commentary videos while my old commentary videos were blowing up with the algorithm. And I was like, huh, I guess that those old ones are doing pretty well. And I just didn't get the message. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, I set out to you that I was like, I'm at 10K it's October. I want to be, and I've said this a million times before, but I want to be at, uh, I think 20K by the end of the year. That would be like, I'd be set for it. Yeah. And then it was like the next day I uploaded a commentary video and by like a day and a half later, I was at like 30K. And then it was like by the end of the year, I was at like 75K or something mm-hmm. or 80K. The weird thing for me though is is I hit 80K and then it was like a very slow crawl to like 100,000 and a very sh- slow crawl to like 130. And then since then, it's just been going up. Yeah. But like it, it slowed down right after. I have a theory that YouTube uh, p- t- pumps the brakes on your algorithm after you get over 100K because they're like, all right, now are you taking this seriously or not? And then if you do, they push you up. I have a theory that your channel was growing and Susan Wojcicki was like pacing around while an intern was typing away, giving you more subscribers. And she was pacing around in the background going, give him some more. Slow down. Slow down. A few more. <laughs> make it dribble. <laughs> make, it, make, make him teeth for it. <laughs> All right. I, let's go into some uh, preguntas, I guess, but they're also arguments. All right. And I had a couple grabbed. So um, here's one that's an actual advice thing. And we've got a, a young boy here. Mm. One, probably the youngest boy we've ever taken a, any question from or anything. <coughs> he said... Gus and Eddie, my friends say I should date this girl that I've liked for three years, but the problem is I'm super awkward and I'm in eighth grade, so being in middle school, I'm worried it'll last like a week. What do I do, boys? That's a good question. So in the brief time that I had to think about it, uh, my answer is uh, go for it. Expect crushing rejection, but that's okay. And the the odds are very stacked against you. It probably will last a week, but you're in middle school and that's fine. That's totally cool. Like you, that's a good point. You should recognize that it potentially lasting week is not on you. It is in the fact that you are in middle school. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Yeah. That's the thing. uh, I think I didn't realize when I was younger, especially is with, with people dating at that age is like to expect to be in eighth grade and expect to date somebody and then remain the same people that are like, also it's dating in eighth grade is not like, Oh, we're good for each other. It's just like, Oh, there's a girl I think is cute. But like, you're obviously going to change as people rapidly over the next couple of months, especially because they're nearing like high school. But yeah, just go for it. Yeah. I, I remember going, the going for it moments fondly, even if I got rejected because 
it was like still like I did it though. Yeah. Because the second guessing is not good. It lasts your almost your entire life, even if it's something minimal for me. It's not good. And then, like I was even talking about before, with like you have no idea how much people would be excited to get invited to stuff. You have no idea how fucking earth-shatteringly flattering it is to just be told by somebody randomly, "I like you. I have a crush on you." Yeah. And if they're if they reject you and they're mean, the nice thing about that is you definitely didn't want to date them, and mm-hmm. they're a bad person, and they will look back on it and go, "Wow, I was really awful." That's just it. I remember my first girlfriend in in high school. I remember her too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that dog of mine. Um, no, my first girlfriend in high school. I I actually started getting interested in her coming out of eighth grade because a friend of hers like welched on a little like secret and just like, hey, she really likes you. And I, she wasn't even on my radar, but it's I went. It's the greatest thing that could fucking, ever happen to you. It is. I was like, I have Sauron, like, boom. And they started looking at her, and I was like, okay. And we dated for four fucking years, there and it go. was great. You know what's the uh, negative that I was not a, something I appreciated from a friend? What's that? One time, uh, we were playing uh, Modern Warfare over Xbox, and one of my, like, looser friends was like, hey, this girl that's a year older than us has a crush on you. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, she just, like, saw you walking in the hallway. And I wasn't, like, super dead set on it. But, like, a week later, because it really boosts your self-esteem, I was just mm-hmm. like, hey, what? Like, who was that girl you mentioned? I didn't remember her name, and I didn't. And he's like, oh, I was just kidding. Oh. And it's like, dude, I am in eighth grade or whatever year I was. <laughs> it's like, I can't handle this right now. I already got a pre-boner, man. <laughs> I got actual girls not paying attention to me. I don't need this fake girl that <laughs> paying attention. She was real, but she didn't know I existed. And I didn't know she existed until he said that, which yeah. was – Annoying. He does the old like movie thing where he looks around. He goes, "Oh, um, her name was Dasani Svedka." <laughs> <laughs> Dasani drunk history on Comedy Central. <laughs> I probably shouldn't. Have, I lifted this from a Comedy Central uh, party. <laughs> See, nobody would have suspected it until you just admitted to Listen, the crime. You kind of put me up to it, so I think you take the fall on this one. We're even. <laughs> Um, okay, let me go to more of the disagreements. My friend thinks. Okay, this one's very specific. Yep. I don't think there's a winner here. My friend thinks that if you're at a restaurant and your food comes out wrong slash bad, you should just deal with it. But, but I, I think, think you, should, you should tell the you, waiter. You should reach out to this one too. <laughs> yeah. I think you should tell the waiter politely that your order is wrong and would like it corrected. Here's my full answer. It depends. Yep. Yes. If I get a sandwich and it's kind of soggy, I'm not saying shit, dude. I'm just finishing my meal. Mm-hmm. I'm not a king. <laughs> you know, I got dealt a bad hand. But, like, let's say I order, uh, like, a ham sandwich, yep. and they give me, like, a burrito. Then I'm telling them it's wrong, you know? Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. And I think we talked about this before. Like, being in the service inter- industry, first of all, when I'm elected president, uh, I think it's very valuable for everybody everybody to spend at least one year in the service industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether or not you're you're working at, like, retail or something or you're working in, like, food and stuff. But Just especially to respect food. how the world works around you. Like, when you enter a Starbucks, they're not like, she's here. We're yeah. going to serve her. Or he. Yeah. Ah, We're going to serve them. <laughs> uh, no, there are far too many people out there that go to a restaurant and, and they assume that, like, if something is wrong, that there is an 
like a severe like issue of negligence in the kitchen or it's personal or something like that you have no fucking clue what it's like to be just slammed behind the scenes there like yeah. they're probably doing the best they can you fucking showed up to Applebee's at 7pm on a Friday chill dog there's yeah. like a 30 orders in there right now you it's know? fully like I, I think it's the way you can hear people tell stories about it too is like the, to the waiter they'll be like I'll have a BLT but no tomato yeah. and then the waiter turns and then they have to deal with 15 other things, and then they get back, and they go, hey, the BLT, and then the other five orders there. And when it gets back, they you go, I specifically said no tomato. And this idiot couldn't even <laughs> remember that. It's like, you're not the only one here, you fucking dumbass. Yeah. I wanted a BL. <laughs> I wanted a bull. <laughs> That's a that's a angry Mexican cat. I one thing I have to be conscious of as I get older though is I don't know what it is. It seems like everybody when they get everybody clap your hands. No, everybody when they get older, uh, they get meaner. Okay. to people in this in like food service and retail. Yes. Why? I don't know what it is, but dude, even okay, my mom doesn't listen to the podcast. She fucking does that shit. All right, so dude. We even make fun of my dad years after this, too. Both my parents have done it. My mom does it more regularly, but my dad did it once, too. We were at, like, a Chili's or something like that, too. And and it was, like, the whole family was there, six Johnsons. And maybe it, it was a it was a situation where, like, oh, you ordered, like, well done and your, your burger's clearly rare. Or, oh, you – and, you like, oh, you got a side salad. There's fries. Oh, you didn't get your thing of mandarin oranges. Like, it was a couple small problems, but it was, like, one from everybody. Yeah. And the server comes back, and she goes – Hey, uh, is everything okay here? And I don't know what the fuck is going on in my dad's mind, but he goes, everything's wrong on our front over here. <laughs> what the fuck? It was something it's like that. It's weird to picture your dad even say that. I know, that. he's the sweetest guy in the world. And, and the thing is, even in his mind, he wasn't trying to like load up on something. He just was like, everything was like compartmentalized, and he just was like... You know, you asked what's wrong. I got to be real with you. Everything's wrong here. <laughs> it was so fucking funny because it was like clear. as like, Pete, what are you doing, guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Were you laughing at the moment or was it just like a don't do this? In the moment, it was fully just like floor dropped. I was like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> it was such an accidental asshole thing to say. Yeah. Uh, one thing I like, too, is like people with ordering how they want their meat done i'm yeah. a, i'm a medium boy every time but people treat it like you're selecting like one button for all of it where it's like i clearly ordered medium rare and this is medium it's like they can't see inside the meat have you ever cooked a fucking steak or it's, a burger it's hard dude you're guessing mode man i was really loud i was really close I'm i was loud too and i need some more ice i need you to vamp for a while okay okay guys it's time for me to whisper don't fucking whisper it's illegal so Here's the thing. I like steaks medium, not done, which means you left the you, ice out. Did I really? Wait, what? Oh, I, I refilled the other one and left that up by accident. But those are also they kind of need to melt a little bit because they're all cracked and fucked. Slow. <laughs> <laughs> I like my steaks medium, not done, which means that you don't take them out of the packaging that you get like at Walmart that's covered in like the saran wrap. You throw that on the grill. Then you get the juicy plastic melting all over the steak. And that's, you know, that's chef's kiss. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much it. You talking about, like, pornographic stuff? No, no, no. Do you ever, you ever realize, like, 
I just realized this sitting down. I mean, when we do these podcasts, again, they're so informal, and and I'm proud of the fact that we're actually buddies and stuff. But do you ever just like realize that we kind of slip into a flow state and just any little mannerisms or stuff that you do, like people see that shit and yeah. they listen to it? Yeah, because it's like really during the podcast, I'm not thinking the whole time like we're being recorded, we're being recorded. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like we just go and then that's it. It's so fucking weird. Like, every little thing that we do will be on record on the internet, and it will never disappear. Did you have it when we started the podcast? I was just so scared. I was like, what if people just hate me? I was in my head a lot about it, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what if people just decide, I don't like this guy? That's that's, spooky. It would be fair if they didn't, if I was just super unlikable. So that's good. Mm -hmm. I'm just glad. (laughs) No, for real. Like I was expecting expecting at one point, like... Some kind of comment like, you ever think how Eddie always does this? And it's yeah. like, that's my nightmare, though. It is, dude. Yeah, no, I, I do the same shit, too. Especially, too, because, like, the dynamic of what we're doing, it's like we have, like, shared audiences, you know? It's not full home, home court advantage. It's it's like, what if somebody likes Eddie and they don't like me? Yeah, what if somebody likes me and not Gus? <laughs> 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 what do I do? <laughs> the two big stressors, you know? <laughs> I don't know, man. God, it's feel fucking weird. It really doesn't feel like we've been doing this for a year. You yeah, know? no, it, it feels new even when we do it. But a new where it's like it doesn't feel new and scary. It just feels like it's still fun to do all the time. Yeah, at this point, I, I, I again, it sounds goofy, but I don't even notice like the shit. You know, we got lights over here. There's the the, the soundboards there. There's the walls all around and stuff. But it just feels like I'm sitting down. And I'm just talking to you about shit. Mm-hmm. You know. One thing, though, is I think not – so this would be like four and five episodes ago. Mm-hmm. The the ones we stocked up right before I went back home and you went back on tour, I was just a low-energy boy. And it freaked me out because we did two in a row. It was just those two days. But I think it was just because I was in a little – little not fun state for two days well i've had those too yeah where i was just like i didn't really perform that episode we had one that we stopped and we were just like ah did you feel weird during that and then i think that's why we had our break week but it wasn't yeah. like oh this is getting stale it's like not uh, other than the podcast i just feel weird this week mm-hmm. so i'm glad because now it's just see the last this is the three then we've recorded have been fucking awesome like I'm michael's episode was great dude Fuck yeah, dude. Subscribe to Michael Reeves, 2K19. All right, let me check for another disagreement and or question. Ayo. Okay, this guy, I'm sorry. We're about to shit on a, on a fan. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. So he said, yo, uh, Gus and Eddie podcast. And you know, it's like he was listening for his, and he's like, oh, hopefully it's not me. And then I just said, yo, Gus and Eddie podcast. <laughs> he's like, fuck. Argument for the podcast. If there's no grill available. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, and you're making a couple of hot dogs for yourself. Do you A, microwave them, B, boil them, C, cook them in a pan on the stove? Now, that all that's fine as an option. I've never cooked them in a pan on the stove. Have you? I have. They are fantastic, but it does seem unnecessary. Okay. He said, personally, and this is where he really lost me, Uh-oh. A and B are disgusting. Ooh. C is the only viable option. What was C? See, it was the the baking them, and he's saying microwave or boiling hot dogs is disgusting? Okay. Whenever you've gotten a hot dog at, like, a baseball game or a concession stand, guess what, motherfucker? It's boiled. It's fucking boiled, you dumb bitch. That's what hot dog machines are at those places. I had to clean those things. There's a gross grime that comes overnight, and it's fucking disgusting. It's a fucking disgusting-ass Rick Grimes, all right? It's right in there and shit. (laughs) Those fucking roller dogs are on there for... Ten hours, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so, like, to think that they're disgusting. Hot dogs are the same. And when you, you're you either burning the outside when you grill them, you're heating them up on the inside no matter what. Yeah. And you can eat them cold. 
So to think that it's disgusting to heat them in any way is weird as fuck to me. All that you can legitimately say is that, oh, I prefer, like, the crisping or the browning of right. a grill or a stove. You can't say, oh, it's disgusting when it's boiled. Because here's the thing. That, I'm, I'm going to guess, in his head, he's like, oh, a hot dog is raw unless you crisp it. But that's not true with no, a hot dog. bitch, you can eat them out of the pack, it's Oscar just, Mayer. It's just like steaks or beef, ground beef. You mm-hmm. can just eat it out of the pack. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention, kid in eighth grade that's listening to the podcast. <laughs> there you go. Write this down. Write this down. Do you ever have any like weird food snack shit that like you're super into? Um, like just not conventional. You're talking not like about? non-conventional stuff. I don't know. Well, I used to really like when I would eat hot Cheetos. I would um, I would have a, like a piece of ice with it. I'm an ice chewer, which is a bad yeah. habit. But like the cooling, it's why people have like cream cheese with it too. It's just like if it got real spicy, biting it in with something really cold was really good. Interesting. But it's not good for your teeth. You ever uh, were you ever a sunflower seed guy? Yeah, definitely during baseball. Really? And then also when we were on par nine, I had more sunflower seeds than I've ever had in my entire Fuck life. Fuck yeah, dude. How have we not talked about this, dude? I used to be literally addicted to those things. No, yeah. I know that just because you told me at par nine, I remember that you're just like, I have so many of these where you like needed a pack like wherever we went. It was so bad that like I just like even during the most passive shit, I would even sneak them in class sometime. And I'm like, this isn't even a chemical reaction. I just like having sunflower seeds. But it was a lot easier when I had, like, I had this old shitty uh, year. The year was, like, 1999 or 2000. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, you don't have it anymore, right? My fucking Ford Taurus, Ruby, rest in peace. That's so sad, By the way, you got to name your cars, absolutely. Um, Did you guys name your car? Uh, Yeah, for some reason, as a a joke... um, where when we were not funny high schoolers, uh, my friend John that you know, we named his car Gertrude. Mm-hmm. So I my car looked very similar. So I came up with Gertude. <laughs> I like that. the sequel to Gertrude. That's fucking good, dude. I, dude, that's hilarious. Um, I'm always of the mentality that you got to name your car in in with an '80s woman name. So I like that, that. It fits right in. Mm-hmm. I had I had Ruby before that. It was it was uh, Tabitha, and then my friend Joe had Rhonda, of course. And now Sven has uh, fuck. He's got a new red Cadillac. I can't remember it. First of all, how dare you personify and objectify a car by naming <laughs> it as a woman? How dare you? Sorry, I was car explaining to that, you. I wasn't. That's not me making fun of a whole part of our culture. That's me making fun of one tweet that guy's got about <laughs> something. We're not going to go into specifics. Can we go into specifics? Yeah. No. Sure. Go for it. All right. I'm going to die on this fucking hill here. Okay. Eddie's safe from this. He's no, in. The, I agree with you. I'll die on the hill. He's with in you. the. He's in the capture the flag safe mat. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying I'm I'm with you. <laughs> okay, I know. I just didn't want you to incur any wrath. Blood Brothers, baby. Maybe R- we should me to the front of the <laughs> ship. <laughs> should we keep drinking on podcasts? I don't know. <laughs> this one's no. This is fine. This is what you're this gonna is say is fine. Okay. So anyway, there was a few podcasts ago, and one of the camera batteries died. And uh, uh, here's what I said. Oh, I'll go get her. <gasps> That's my shot. Fucking yes. insert gasp here. Okay. I feel bad because this person's probably clearly listening. But anyway, I got like this full length tweet that was just like, hey, I noticed. You know what? I could probably find the tweet. No, 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 because then they can search it. Don't. Good just, point. Just say in general. I'm going to mix it. I'm putting it through the scrabbler. <laughs> <laughs> they said something along the lines of like, hey, listen, I noticed in your recent podcast episode that you were you referred to the uh, camera as her. I don't really like when like objects are personified to be in the female form. I think it's kind of derogatory. 
So yeah, here's the thing. Your intention was good, but truly with this specific option, pick your battles. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like clearly there was no harm. Also, they said (laughs) you're just drinking as I'm saying. Yep. Go for it. You got the response. I was just like, okay, here. Again, I get it. I'm not a perfect person. I get that I come from a point of privilege. I'm a straight white male. Um, What the fuck? (laughs) It was, what? Shut up, dude. Like, (laughs) fucking hell, dude. The camera battery died. That's how people talk where I come from. There's no thought put into, like, get her done. Also, I would argue there's not really any damage to doing that at all. I what is like, it like? I'll, I'll get her. So you're Gus. You're saying that women are cameras. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean? What's the real? Like that men should press their buttons and that they're in charge. It's like okay, dude. No thought went into it. And frankly, I, I would be surprised if if anybody other than you even noticed that, let alone was bothered by it. Also, it's like I don't know their exact wording because we you know we're paraphrasing here. But it's like if you are bothered and you thought, oh, I need to tell them because I'm bothered by this small thing. That's like a real world thing where it's like you got to learn that nobody fucking cares about that specifically. Yeah, nobody cares. If it's not doing real harm to you, don't share it. And that's but you a had thing. good intention. I'm sure. I I didn't even have good. No, oh, yeah. I oh, they did. They yeah, did. She did because they were trying to just avoid, I guess, something that they thought was wrong. But it's not. Yeah. And again, too, like. Man, I, I think it was maybe Bill Hader who was quoted recently in his Emmy's acceptance speech. I liked that, what he said. Where He said something along the lines of, like, it is not my goal to set out to offend people at all. And I, I share the same, like, convictions. Yeah, he I, just said, I don't want to hurt people. He said that and then added, like, I, yeah, I just don't hurt anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody. And I'm right there with you. I don't want to hurt anybody. And, and with some of these topics that come up, you know, like, I, again, over the last few months, I've seen... Almost nobody. A couple comments saying like, "Boys support boys." Well, what about women? Like that seems like that's kind of like. And we've said before, "Boys support boys." Okay. Yeah. It. Everybody. We don't care. We're not hung up on the name. It should be out now, and I don't know if I'm keeping it in, but there is a part to my video where I say like something along of along lines of boys, and I'm like, and I said like that. uh, So if people might be seeing it because it was in the video, but I was like, and I said we said that like boys could be anybody. I fucking said it a thousand times. Listen to me when I speak. Yeah. <laughs> we said, I don't care what what title, what pronoun, whatever you want to go by. Neither of us care, okay? I don't care. We've said it before. Boys are girls. Girls are boys. They are them. We I don't We don't care. We, we accept you. We don't care who you are or who you identify as. We love you. We're glad that you're here. You have value as a person. Just don't get hung up on some of this rinky-dink shit. Yeah. Getting hung up on that is going to push people who are already kind of negative about it further away. I think. Yeah. Personally. Not saying that, like, any movement stuff is pushing people away. But when you go down into the, like, okay, I could battle somebody who's clearly hating certain types of people. Yeah. Or I could tell Gus not to call a camera a she. Come on. Yeah. Come on, my dude. Exactly. And again, too, I'm telling you, everyone in my town, that's just, it's how I talk, and there was never any, any... That's, I don't think there's a problem to that. You don't have to, like... Well, no, but there was never any, like, uh, like association, like, oh, get her done, you know, like, get her, H-E-R. It was just like, you know, like, oh, I'll get her. Yeah, it's like, I'll get is, that, I'll it, go get her. The word is kind of like E-R. It's not even really her, it's like, get her, you know? Yeah, it's like, oh, I'll go get her. I'll go um, get her, I'll go get that. Right. I don't care. I'll check more... Shit, I don't want this person to feel absolutely awful, but it's just like because like I still still love you, but also don't do that. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's it. Don't do her. That's um, what you're saying. 
but if you honestly, if it, that person is like feeling bad about it, message us. I'll say something to you. I'll talk to you about it. Shoot me an email, gustunes at gmail.com. Tunes uh, with a Z. How's this? What, somebody said, one time I shitted my pants as a, uh, at a public pool when I was a kid and cried. <laughs> Any memories of being a dumb crying kid? That's a fucking good one, dude. Um, I mean, I pride myself. I, I did not cry as a kid. Dude, when I was born, I was not crying. Mm. Which is rare. I don't know software. if I was or not. I know I was. I know Tony was <laughs> you the don't crier. Don't remember? <laughs> Tony was a crier. Tony was Tony was needier with my mom. Where it was like if he got like set down and like I got picked up. Apparently, my mom like Tony would get like throw fit and then he would have to wait a minute. Hot off the presses, Tony's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the weird thing because then Tony became a, a totally normally functioning person, and I'm like, give me attention, everybody. Yeah. I want followers. No, dude, I want followers. I was I didn't cry as a kid. I didn't cry ever. And again, too, me being the first kid, I had the advantage of my mom. Like she was already like tech savvy and video savvy. Like she filmed all of my childhood, at least from like ages zero to ten or whatever. Even when you're pooping. Even when I was pooping, I was like, Mom, why are you, why do you have the toilet cam activated? <laughs> <laughs> is it waterproof or is it broken? And she says, Shut up, just get those little turds in the bowl. <laughs> Again, weird. Now she yells at restaurant workers? Strange. <laughs> anyway, um, I probably shouldn't drink on the <laughs> fucking podcast. Anyway, no, but but I have, like, all my shit filmed when I was a kid. And, uh, like, she has countless uh, uh, episodes of me waking up from naps, like, as a kid. And I would just – she'd be like, hey, Gus, how are you doing? And I, the camera wasn't even fully clear, and I'd just be like – And I'd That's smile. So yeah, I was a happy little kid or whatever. Um so I don't even know if I have a lot of crying episodes when I was a kid. Yeah, I didn't throw tantrums either, but that was because I was scared of my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there you go, baby. I do remember one instance. My dad, uh, I was such a soft little little precious snowflake snowflake child, and, and I remember one time when my dad was trying to teach me a safety lesson in the backyard, and he went out to the old transformer box where a lot of electricity is, like, stored in the backyard. It's just mm. this green box. And yeah, he, it's the green the green box, like the what if we kissed at the green box thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a transformer. Um, we, we went out to the backyard. My I was a few years old. My dad was, like, trying to teach me, you know, don't go over there just to be safe. Don't go over there. And he goes, Gus, and he points to it, and he goes, Gus, danger, danger. And I just went. <laughs> Wait, why? I just started crying because I, I couldn't comprehend that he was trying to say that is dangerous. I, he thought he was like blaming you. Yeah, he was so serious that I was like, did you install this? <laughs> did you install why is this here? I just started fucking crying about oh, it. Damn. There's a lot of those where you remember and you're just like, oh, man, I really had a different brain at the time. Mm -hmm. Isn't it really scary to think? And this is kind of and I, I'm only buzzed, so it's not really a drunk thought, but it's just like. The person you were 10 years ago is not you now. That's a good point. Listen, Eddie, I'm going to feel this. I am drunk. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I actually thought about that with some of the questions. I saw one of the questions that said, um, and I, I feel terrible. I don't know how to quote this to, but they said, what would your 15-year-old self think about you now if they saw you? Oh, my 15-year-old self would uh, think I'm the fucking best, dude. <laughs> He'd be so happy. That's it. This is, I'm living the life I exactly wanted when I was 15. I think the one thing is he'd be probably pissed, but then uh, initially pissed, but then happy to find out that my relationship with Tony is still normal. Uh -huh. He'd be like, you moved away, you fucking dumbass. I'm like, no, we're still good. It's okay. all good. That's a good point. Yeah. Because I visit home so much. 
I'm trying to think out loud here like Ed Sheeran. I think that... Jesus Christ, that's so bad. <laughs> Sorry, man. Just freestyles, whatever. <laughs> um, I, I think that my 15-year-old self would see the accomplishments that I've made and, and the, the goals I've set out to achieve and look at them at face value and say that they were really proud of me too. But I, I wish that my 15-year-old self would also understand, like... I've talked to you before, like, I'm just under a lot of stress right now, and, and there's just too much shit going on where the fact that I'm doing so much right now, it's compromising, like, a lot of other areas of my life, and I don't think my 15-year-old self would like that, but they'd just be like, whoa, million subscribers, and whoa, you're living with your best friend, whoa, yeah, fuck dumb yeah. Dumb 15-year-old loser. Dumb fi- I could kick his ass, too, let me say. The thing is, though, by the time this is coming out, you're about 30 days from being done with the, like, most stressful period of your life, and I don't, th- I hope that yeah. you're not going to schedule shit like that again, because, <laughs> I mean, if you could cut back to, like, we probably have a podcast episode in May where you're just like... Yeah, it's coming, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. And so now we're finally almost past it, which is nice. We're almost past it. Again, too, I I tell people when I'm on stage every night, too, I, I tell people that the shows themselves are these little oasises or oases of just fucking pure bliss. Mm-hmm. I go out there, and I'm doing my act, and I'm, and I'm just talking to them, and we have the Q&A and stuff, too, and those are my absolute favorite parts. Like, I just – I. That's why I feel bad too to the, like the the club staff that I'm that I'm playing at and too like all my shows are turning into like I, I tell people it's an hour long main set it's a thirty minute Q and A some of these shows are going to fucking two and a half hours oh shit you know yeah and as far as I know everybody's having fun you know we're we're just talking and we're shooting the shit and we're telling stories and stuff like that and and I I feel bad at the club staff because I make them stay around and stuff too but but the truth is the shows themselves are these little beautiful moments of just like realism you know I'm mm-hmm. talking to people I'm interacting with folks I'm telling stories and stuff and it's the travel it's it's the having to like turn in this comedy central stuff on the side it's the having to maintain like main channel uploads that's the stress mm-hmm. is is all of these things individually I love them and I enjoy the work but when it's all at once like everything suffers you know yeah, yeah. anyway I'm I'm vamping on no that, no but. you could that's I mean I think people would be glad to hear the behind the scenes for it because again I th- I think a lot of people uh, and it goes with what we complained about last time about you know somebody being like like to me on Twitter like Eddie you make videos and you get paid for it like what's the issue and it's just like people just don't get again not how hard it is but people don't realize like when I pictured doing this I was like no stress ever it's yeah. like it's not the case it's not like super super it's still great and it's still awesome mm-hmm. but I think people yeah just don't picture like. If you're doing only your dream job stuff, sometimes that can take a toll on the rest of the aspects of your life. Absolutely. And I think that that no matter what level you get to in your own personal goal chart in your life, you're always going to have stuff that you want to complain about, you know? Mm-hmm. And and there's that necess- or that, that there's that inherent feel to be like Oh fuck! Like I don't deserve to be complaining about this stuff, and it's mm-hmm. like no, dude. Like everybody's gonna have problems, no matter what. You yeah, can. I mean, if you if you're doing direct comparison, like nobody, you'd go down to nobody can complain in the world except for like one person with the worst life, you know. Um, yeah. But to flip it, uh, do you want to open some mail? All right, guys, look in the description down below. Uh, we're running a little low on mail, so we could actually use a little bit more. Yeah, you guys could mail, give us mail again. <laughs> we'll take a few more. Uh, thank you guys for being so receptive. Again, it's so crazy. It's like everything that we say in the podcast, like people will be super cool and, and take initiative and respond to. And we had said before, guys, we have enough mail. But – that was a few months ago. We don't have enough mail. Yeah. Send us more mail. <laughs> we need more mail. Um, wait, what? What's up? 
I'm confused. I started reading the notebook before looking at the package. Um, okay. We got a VHS of Temple of Doom. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. The worst uh, Indiana Jones movie. Fight me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like uh, we we got the E.T. one last week, too. Do we talk about VHSs a lot? No. I don't know. Do we? Um, wait, please oh. send one of the copy of Can- Communist Manifesto to my home. Did they send us one before? Uh, listen, I'll be real with you, dog. <laughs> I love you. I'm not doing that. <laughs> There's just fucking a really gross dick on the back of this note. Super, super intact, comprehensive okay. dick. What do you got? How would you rank the Indiana Jones movies worst or best to worst? I haven't watched them as an adult. You haven't watched them as an adult? No, I watched the the first one recently, but I'm t- I, like I watched them as a teenager. But okay, that really counts. Out. Okay, I thought you meant like I watched them when I was six and never watched. No, 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 that I, counts. You're yeah. good. Here's my ranking for it on the record. It, it goes Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Last Crusade, Crystal Skull. That's where I lose most people. I think it's better you put than Crystal Skull. I do. Okay. Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom is a fucking mess, dude. There's nothing I, going I on there. I remember it. Crystal Skull has enough fan service. Yeah, I know the CGI is bad. Yeah, I know people go, oh, Shia LaBeouf, what the fuck? Shut up. It's better than Temple of Doom. Anyway, what's up? What you got? Michael sent us a Friends Boys painting. Boys, 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 boys. He put an at here, and I'm going to promote it. Um, totally Michael on Instagram. It's exactly how it sounds with, I, uh, I guess, no spaces. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate you as an artist, and I love you as a guy. I just love you as a guy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry, Michael. All right, I'm opening up this big boy box. This is a big boy box. Let's see. It's it's as fragile on. It. I'll say it. Okay. Thank you for saying it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, what do we got here? All right, what do we got? We're it just is... waiting for. All right, it's a big box. That says cut holders on dotted lines. All right, I can do what? that. What? I didn't know I was signing up for a fucking homework assignment. What's the name on it? Uh, the name on it is Amanda. Amanda. This is from you, Amanda. It's a big boy box. So you're telling her it's from her. Yeah, I don't want her to be confused. Dude, fucking props to Amanda. She included dotted lines about where to cut. That's great. That's good shit. So you don't damage it. What's in it then? I have no fucking clue, dude. It looks like it could be like a painting. It could be. That's what I think it is. Dude, again, we just gotta say, dude. Shout out to R slash Gus and Eddie. All those people over there, and mm-hmm. and and the and the folks that have been tweeting at us on Twitter with like fan art and memes and stuff like that. Like, we see all those. Yeah, I <laughs> I look at the subreddit all the time, even though I don't have a public uh, Twitter or Reddit account. Today. Yeah, all the time. You guys are so fucking talented. It's so fun and 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 beautiful to like see all these memes and art and shit. So mm-hmm. thank you for being so engaged. It's so fun to have a conversation and then put it up and have people making memes about that conversation that I week. Know. It's so weird. It's bizarre. It's very strange. Also, right. I'd say we have a uh, a top tier meme culture on our our like our YouTube community. Yeah, holy like it's shit. really good. It's fucking good. All right, this is fully removed. Okay. What is that? Title, Low Budget Renaissance. Artist, Amanda, last name censored. Acrylic paint on canvas. So is it on the opposite Dude, side? it's fucking acrylic paint on canvas. Okay, so. Here we go. You're making me nervous with the knife. <laughs> I know. I'm horny. I'll say it. Sorry. What? Sorry? <laughs> What's up? What's up? Is it already live? <laughs> All right. Read me to find out what this whole mess is Here, about. throw that bad boy at me. There you go. Should I read it before the reveal? Yes. Whoa! 
Check out the back. Holy shit, dude. It's Children Burback logo, and uh, you guys, is, <gasps> is it really good? You're going to love this, dude. Holy shit. Okay, I'll, should I read it after or before? After. I'm excited. Okay. Holy fuck, dude. Look I, at this. Wait, do you, know about, do you want me to look or do you read it? Read it. Okay, fuck the reading. We're looking okay. at We're using our eyes here. Boom! Oh, fuck! <laughs> That's crazy! This is absolute insanity, dude. Holy shit! This is so beautiful. This, If you guys don't know what it's from, it's from our, our Monsters, Inc. video. Holy shit! It's it's me as Sully and Eddie as Mike, and it's... it's oh, my God. This dude. fucking good, dude. That's so good. And they did it in front of... To put it up against the wall for the podcast set. Look at this, Look baby. how... Holy shit! Oh! 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 Hey, what are you fucking doing, baby? The note says, Hi, Gub and Ebby. I know you get a lot of stuff through your podcast, but I couldn't help myself. So here's another thing. I hope you enjoy this painting, Low Budget Renaissance. Oh, because it's like a Renaissance painting with the Low Budget series. I get it. I um, get it. And it's a makeup for us not doing Low Budget Renaissance Fair. <laughs> obviously, I'm a big fan of your comedy and was inspired by your poses and composition in this frame because it's very Renaissance-like. And I'm sure you get the other meaning behind the title, which we did. You get it? <laughs> this is the first one I've done in a long time because life became difficult. I'm sorry to hear that, Amanda. And as it tends as it tends to do, but your comedy inspired me to paint it again. Sincere thanks for that. There's more here, and I will read it privately later. But thank you, Amanda. That's fucking one of the coolest things we've ever gotten. That's cool as shit. Dude, this podcast accidentally turned into like this super big retrospective, positive, loving self in 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 Introspection. Throwing episode. a lot of words at me. <laughs> it's what I do, okay? I'm a human dictionary. <laughs> Sorry. By the way, here's, an, uh, here's a little package from Mason. Mason included some beautiful-ass stickers. Are these stickers having anything to do with us, or are they just sti- I mean, stickers? They look like uh, like some wild thornberry shit. Yeah, they look like the Monsters show. Uh, What's oh, the fucking name of that show? Uh, oh, fuck, Is it dude. like We Are Monsters? Isn't that the fucking... S- yeah, I think so. Like on Nickelodeon? Yeah, I got to look it up. Here, I'll shout out his little at, at, with a K, with two Ks, at kaurikatur.clo. Thank you so much, Michael. These are fucking cool. Kaurikatur. This is dope as shit. Check this ish out. It is... No, that's not it. God damn it. All right, I'll look. Can you look for... Uh, Thanks, you, man. You got another question or... Yeah, I got a little pregunta for you here. Um, at gr8crew says... Uh, hashtag Gus and Eddie. My buddy hates avant-garde slash... It's Ah Real Monsters. Sorry. Oh, it's Ah Real Monsters. Thank you, dude. My bud hates avant-garde slash abstract art, parentheses, i.e. that art urinal, Pollock paintings, etc. He thinks it's meaningless and just an effort in seeing how far people can stretch what's considered art. I think all art, no matter how weird, can be meaningfully interpreted. Who's right? Uh, I mean, your friend sounds like kind of a dick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really. Yeah. I, I know there's some of those paintings where it's like, oh, it's just a square. What is it? I'm not going to go in and criticize and be like, this is an art because of this. I think sometimes it can be really snobby around it, but I don't think there's a distinct like this is art. This isn't. There's not really an answer to that. So no, I'd say you're right. I, I'm right there with you. I, I do think that, you know, you could make the argument successfully if you're a debate champ that like, oh, my square that I drew on paper or my splatterings are art. But it's mm. like 
Okay, if your skill lies within the justification for your art, as opposed to the execution for your art, it's not fucking art. Fuck off, anyone could make so that shit. So opposite of what I just said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck you, Eddie. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, some, okay, I got another one here uh, that you can't answer, but I will. Halo 3 or Halo Reach? I say Halo 3, but my says, friend says Halo Reach. I personally like Halo 3 more, but that's because I grew up with it. Halo Reach is also an incredible game. If you grew up with that instead of Halo 3, I think it's a totally valid answer. Boom. Boom. Good answer. Yep. Can I just, can I weigh in as somebody that's never really played either game? Sure. I'll just say Halo Reach to be contrarian. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Somebody, um, oh yeah, somebody goes, uh, uh, I had a girlfriend, this one's a slam dunk answer. I had a girlfriend who would leave eggshells and empty plastic water bottles in the sink. She argued that leaving them in the sink was the same as throwing them in the garbage. I thought that was batshit. Did she have a point? No. No. Hold up. Tony, you're on the podcast. Hang up if you don't want to be on it. Oh, my. <laughs> that was fast, That dude. was record timing. Yeah. I hope, shit. I hope po- Tony comes on sometime. I really would like him to, but, again, that's up to Tony. That's on him. I don't want to pressure him. Totally up to him. Um, Love you, Tony. Miss you, dude. Uh, you'll see him in two weeks. That's right. Nice. Yeah. Fuck yeah, It'll dude. be a boys trip in Buffer Fest that we were talking about. Also, Tony and Sven will be there. Um, I ask that don't just, when it comes to like Tony, uh, don't be weird. That's it. Don't be weird. <laughs> don't be weird. You say hi to him. That's fine. Don't take a picture of him from far away. That's weird. Um, yeah. But uh, so this is another one. I, I think I just started reading it. Oh, yeah. So uh, Gus and Eddie, my sister said that winning streaks in sports have to be three plus games. I say it can technically be two games because the definition says consecutive games won, but no one really says it. Uh, another thing to think about is that sports like football only have 16 games total. I don't know why that's something to think about. Added <laughs> along to it. <laughs> but uh, you're right. Three plus, it doesn't need to be three plus. Two games are a winning streak so far. Yeah, I'm good with that. That's, it starts the streak. That's more it. than one win. I accept it. Do you have a different one? I do. At Ego... E, oh, no. At E Gosh Darn says, uh, At Gus and Eddie, If my friend and I take turns to drive the other around and pay for food, parentheses, we've been doing this for a year, and he decides he wants me to start paying him gas money instead of taking turns, should I also start asking him for money? It doesn't feel too cool. Whoa, wait, I'm confused. So they normally, it was like one person would drive and pay for the food, or one person would drive and the other would pay for food? Because initially he goes, if my friend and I take turns to drive the other around to pay for, to pay for food, um, and they've been doing this for a year, and then he decides that he wants to start paying me or, like, he wants me to start paying him gas money instead of taking turns. Instead of ta- Okay. So it seems like they've already been doing this agreement, and then he imposed and said, like, hey, you need to start paying me. I'm going to make this super simple for both of you. Um, get Fenmo. Yes. Take turns driving evenly. And split the fucking cost. Mm-hmm. I'm so I've been so tired of my entire life of this idea where it's like, who's going to pay the bill at this lunch? Everybody. Who's going to pay for gas? Everybody. Who's going to pay for food this time at the drive-thru? Everybody. We are in the age of digital payments. You could split that shit up and have everybody pay you in an instant. Yep. There's no reason for somebody to grab the check anymore at all. Nope. Doesn't affect taxes. Fuck off. So take turns with driving. Fuck gas money. And just have, like, just take turns driving. That'll cover the gas costs for each of you. Yep. So just switch off and split your goddamn costs. 
Grow up. Grow up, you dumb idiot. I hate you. I'm going to beat you up so bad you die. Okay. What I, time are we at, by the way? Oh, we're at like two minutes or so. Mm. Yeah, we just, this is the intro? No, that's a lie. <laughs> we got a little time left. We got a little time yet. Can you tell me the real time? I'll tell you the time. It's an hour 15. Okay. We're not, we don't have a little time left. We're over we got, time. We got about You've been pushing these to 120 the last three We got about 45 minutes left, all right? Thanks, guys. Wait, wait, what?